Welcome to the Wandering Bard podcast. You are listening to an extract from an interview with writer and poet Charlie Barnes. kind of like the the moment where I thought oh god this is it this is this is a possibility like this is something that's going to be part of my life now so in intention um which is my first novel and also my PhD thesis I kind of left my PhD with this with this book that I didn't really know what to do with which sounds quite silly I suppose because you obviously you get a book and you you try and publish it and that's it's as simple as that she says but actually do you know when you're coming to it fresh and you've never approached agents before and you've never approached publishers it isn't as simple as that and it is very overwhelming and the one thing that I feel like I handled relatively well was all of the rejections to the book but I think the reason that I handled that well was because I wasn't yet seriously considering myself as a writer and because of that, rejection felt inevitable uh, because I was still very, well, I've written a book, but I'm not a writer. So, of course, people are going to knock me back. But I remember getting maybe two or three offers on the book before I ended up signing with Bloodtown Books, who eventually went on to publish it. When I heard from Bloodtown, they were one of the bigger publishers that I'd that I'd contacted kind of in in that wave of contacting agents and publishers because I did try and do it in like six to eight week blocks which would usually give people time to get their rejections out to me before I then started sending the manuscript out to other people um and Bloodhound were one of the bigger companies that I'd approached I remember clear as day getting the email from them where they said could we see the full manuscript and and as part of that email they also said can you let us know whether it's under consideration anywhere else? Um, and at that point, I had like a standing offer from one publisher who I'd said, do you know, thank you for the offer. It's been a real boost. But I I think I would maybe like to kind of hang fire on signing anything. And they were really understanding of that. There was one or two other publishers who had got the full manuscript. So I was very transparent with Bloodhound and I made sure that they knew all of that. And they said, okay, we will have a read of the full manuscript and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. And then I I tried very hard to sort of push it to the back of my mind because obviously this wasn't the first time that it had happened by that point in the submission process. And then within 24 hours, they emailed back with an offer I just remember everything like lighting up in fairy lights all at once. And I think that was probably the moment when I thought, my God, I'm actually going to do this. And this book is actually going to see the light of day. And this is going to be a real thing that whatever happens next in terms of writing, there is going to be a book out there or there is going to be a novel out there and it's going to be and it's going to be all me. Yeah, I think that's probably my defining confidence boost out of everything from the past I don't know five five ten years however long however long I've been on this radio now it definitely took months upon months it certainly felt like to find a to find a publisher that I really wanted to settle with all in all I mean I I submitted my PhD thesis and 
obviously uh, kind of submitted intention as part of that in the September and I remember signing with Bloodhound in May so it wasn't by any stretch of the imagination I like to me that doesn't feel like a long time I like I've heard of stories where people have been kind of sharing the same novel out and about for years upon years months upon months being being what nine eight nine months or so it it didn't feel like a stretch to me at all I, I felt like that was actually quite a lucky amount amount of time to spend trying to find the right fit for it in terms of how to or, or like deciding who to approach rather I actually had and I realised this is probably what every writer says about their method. And I'm far from the only person doing this. I'm not I'm not coining it as the Charlie Barnes method or anything like that. But I actually had what what at the time felt like a very systematic way of targeting people. So I tried to research books that I thought my book would sit alongside. So whether it was another female writer or whether it was another unconventional first person narrator or uh, you know kind of shared characteristic and I dug into the background of those books and if their publishers had got open submissions for unagented manuscripts I was getting in touch with the publishers directly if that wasn't the case then I was looking at the agents who had represented the books in the first instance and then contacting the agents and I say it's a really good way of doing it that isn't how I landed Bloodhound but it was certainly a really good way of getting me started I would say because initially I certainly didn't know what I was doing I I honestly don't mind admitting that so it it got me into the habit of sending submissions out on a regular basis. It got me into the habit of checking submission guidelines because everyone wants something different to the last person. It felt like quite a specific way of starting the search. And then from there, I kind of went broader and broader and started to look in like publishing manuals that had got agents and publishers listed and then I was doing internet searches for like the top 25 indie crime publishers and all that sort of stuff and that's how I eventually came across Bloodhound during that kind of wave of agent publisher research but yeah initially certainly I tried to be quite systematic in the way that I got myself and my work out there because I mean if nothing else it helped me to develop some really useful agent slash publishing habits I would say. Thank you so much for listening to The Wandering Bard. I'm your host, editor and producer Ines G. Labarta and I want to say thank you to the University of Wolverhampton for supporting this podcast. Our theme music is titled Wanderers and it's by composer Dana Boulet. Please feel free to reach out to us with any comments, any ideas. Please follow us on social media and leave us a good rating on whichever app you've used to listen to this episode. Thank you so much for being there and see you next time.